What's going on, Beaches? Welcome to the Daily Swole Mancast, episode 2608. It's Tuesday, June the 27th. Thank you so much for being here. If you are new, make sure you're subscribed. Make sure you uh, hit the thumbs up button no matter where you are listening. Subscribe to the show. And of course, leave us a five-star review on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, anywhere you bang your ear holes. Make sure you leave us a five-star review if you enjoy the show. We got a lot of stuff going on this week. We are fresh off an accountability meeting yesterday, which was absolutely fire, brand new releases. And of course, we have our roundtable 46 on June 29th, this Thursday at 6 p.m. Eastern time. So don't miss out on any of the exclusive content for members only. We have an accountability meeting every single week, twice a month. We have our world famous roundtable group conversation with myself and the rest of the Swole fam. Join us this Thursday, 6 p.m. Eastern time over at SwoleNormousX.com only for members. So the episode will be private. Do not miss out on that. I'm so excited for the roundtables. It's one of my favorite things about the Swole fam. So, of course, we have all the programs and yoga and nutrition and everything to crush your seven pillars and your elimination diet and just fucking so much stuff over SwoleNormousX. But the Swole fam itself is the best part of SwoleNormousX and the best part of the Daily Swole Mancast. So join us this Thursday. June 29th, 6 p.m. Eastern Time, Roundtable 46. Fucking sick. It's going to be awesome. SwoleNormousX.com. The following program is rated TVMANOC. It contains a big pair of nuts directly on your chin. It is intended only for mature audiences. Viewer discretion advised. Your boy Papa Swolio. So much internalized fat phobia. We're both going to die. Damn you, all to hell. Fat Obesity is epidemic in the United States and a major cause of death. What is fat activism? I, a fat person, am sharing my own lived experience. Pizza is a vegetable. Your fat phobia is your problem. It is not my place as a smaller bodied white man to comment on it. Radical body positivity. What can men do against such reckless hate? There's only one man who can help me. This is for you new people. I only have one rule. Everyone fights, no one quits. This day we fight! <laughs> Thin, small, enormous. The sun is shining, the birds are chirping, the bacon is sizzling. Welcome to the Daily Swole. Testing, 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 test, 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 testing, testing, testicles, testing, testicles, testicles. Welcome everyone to episode 26, Hundo and Ocho. Of the Daily Mother Swole, the most muscular swole cast, beer cast, broadcast, game cast, man cast, pimp cast, sleeves cast, and slay cast in the realm. Because when I flex, you flex, we all flex our biceps. What's going on? Beaches, booshes, busted hustles, and your hoes. It's your boy, Papa Swole, yo, back with another episode. Today's episode of the Beast Cast is brought to you, is powered, is sponsored by Everson K2 Flexing on all you beaches. Fucking Catalina one. Yeah, it's the fucking Catalina one mixer. It's the fucking Catalina wine mixer. All right, fam, what's going on? No more choppiness. We had to restart the stream, but we are good to 
go. It's nice and smooth. That's what she said. Everyone likes it when it's nice and smooth. Because Oh my God. So we are live. Make sure you hit the thumbs up button, no matter where you're watching. And um, fam, let's get into today's episode. I'm really excited. Come one, come all. We talked a little about in the pre-roll. We have our Swole Fam Roundtable coming up this Thursday, the 29th at 6 p.m. Eastern time. Join us, SwoleNormerSex.com. Stoked about that. And we'll talk more about that tomorrow, but that's neither here nor there. It is Tainty Tuesday. It's time to make America swole. Remember, this is the greatest, the greatest audio fucking that you're ever going to receive. If you're making sick fucking gains... There's no gains greater than you can make than banging your ear holes with a Daily Swole Mancast while you're pumping. How many of you are making sick fucking gains right now? Let's go. Five more reps. Five more reps for Papa. All right. Squeeze out that last fucking rep and get ready for a great show. Stoked to have you here and hit the thumbs up. Drop in the comments. What are you smashing today? Or what did you smash? Or what are you smashing? Like this moment. And let's get today's nut busted open. It's a great card. You're going to love it. Let's go, be Put some respect on it. Hashtag make America swole. That's right. Hashtag make America swole. Oh my God. Let's fucking get after it. Fam. Hashtag mas. M-A-S. Swole card. Make America swole. We'll give that away at the end of today's episode. Now let's get right into that tip. Babe. Just an inch. Just an inch. It's cold outside. All right, so we have the roundtable coming up uh, this Thursday, and we have an epic, if you are, we have an epic email going out today. If you're not on the email list, I'm just going to tell you right now at the beginning of today's show, go to makeemailswoleagain.com and get on the mailing list. Uh, We got a big one going out today. I hope you enjoy it. Get on that list. Do not miss out on your inbox getting absolutely blasted. And before we get into our first Swole Fam post, we dropped some new releases yesterday during our accountability meeting, fam. If you have not tried this new class, if you have, drop in the chat. But if you haven't, brand new class for members inside Swole X, Recovery Flow for the Lymphatic System. Ooh, I don't have a... I don't have a... The little rascal has spirit? I need to get like an... Oh, like the Minions from Toy Story. Oh... Uh, recovery flow for the lymphatic system with Alex. Great class. I hope you enjoy it. If you have not yet tried it, go and try it out. Available now for Swole Fam members. 
enjoy the new class. We dropped that yesterday. Looking good. All right. First Swole Fan post of the day. What's in the box? Josefina. Introduction. Hello, everyone. After a week of hearing the podcast, I finally took the dive. I am looking to be as healthy or healthier than before I had both my sons. I have been struggling to find the motivation, but just like a lot of members have been saying, just do it. Life is life passes too fast to be in constant. I guess. Not moving or not taking action. Life, uh, just typos. I did shed the pounds and got lean after my first son, but with our second son, I fell into a funk. I am excited and happy to join the Swole Fam. We are stoked to have you. Cerny says, what took you so long? Yeah, what took you so long? What took you so long? Took you a week? All right. All right. We're stoked to have you, Josefina. Welcome to the Swole Fam. Glad to have you here. Excellent. Ah. Let's see. Did anyone else? Oh, did you have an issue saying you couldn't access that one? Uh, send us an email to support. Maybe there's something going on. Hold on. All right. We'll check on that. We'll check on that. Michelle, and make sure anytime, if you ever have an issue, send us an email to the support so we can take care of it. All right. See if anyone else, anyone else try the class. If anyone else ha did not have issues then maybe it's just a. All right. Let's see. Nadine. Nadine says, hi, just got signed in, got 40 kilograms to lose. So that's about 90 pounds ish. What's the best program to start with for weight loss, but also postpartum mum. Thank you. Yeah. Go to 90, 90 day dash or swole mastery or two great programs. So if you, I mean, any program is weight loss, but you want fat loss. So you're not looking to lose muscle mass. So yeah, start with those intro programs. Those are all levels. The elimination diet is a great place to start too. So 40 kilograms. I'm not sure if you ever have any, if you have any experience with lifting before, but I would start with the swollen sevens. I would start with yoga. We have postpartum yoga in the yoga studio as well. So that's a great place to start, especially postpartum. We have specific, we have a postpartum yoga section. So I would check that out, Nadine. And also the 90 day dash or soul mastery if you're cleared from your doctors and stuff like that. Welcome to the fam. Excellent. Excellent. I love it. I'm in. I joined and I'm ready to fucking start right now. I like that. Some people join and they kind of, they kind of putter around a little bit and they don't do it right away. They'll join and then look and be like, oh my God, there's things in there. There's so much stuff. Yeah. There's a lot of stuff. Get started. Don't forget whenever you join, go to the get started series. That's going to help you get started and join all the groups and stuff like that. But anytime you take action, people act like when they sign up or they make the purchase, right? They hit enter, they join officially. That's only the first part of it. So a lot of times people will do that and then not start right away. Start right away. Start right away. Jump right in. Just get started. Don't think too much. You thought enough already. 
You spend so much time not starting. Start. Do it. Finally, just do it. Trust me. It's never going to be easy. You're never going to be ready, ready. Just get started. That's what anyone can say. You're always going to wish. Once you get started, you're always going to wish you started sooner. So start sooner. Start now. Okay, let's see here. Uh, Stacy, we got a post here. Let's see what we got here. What's in the box? Stacy says, hey, hey, Swole fam. I'm Stacy Lynn. I joined recently. So pumped to be here. I've been into fitness for decades and I've seen many ups and downs. My health came crashing down a few years back when I had thyroid surgery for a large growth. I went into a downward spiral, stopped working out and fell into some pretty bad habits. It didn't help that I was surrounded by people who didn't support healthy habits either. I tried many times to get back into the gym, sought other many, sought other many personal trainers or sought, or sought out many personal trainers and failed. My mindset was all wrong. I needed to take accountability once and for all. Once I fixed that, I realized I was missing something very important. What I had when I was my most successful with my fitness community, which is what led me to join the Swole Fam. Not just Papa Swolio's super awesome IG posts. Aww. The first pillar is crucial, and I believe for my own success, I need to be around people who think and behave like me. Okay, also, I value the no bullshit content Papa provides as well. It's only been a few days. Enjoying everyone I've chatted with already. Such great energy. I'm set for the 90-day dash and ready to kill it. That's a great intro. Thank you. I agree. As I was saying at the beginning of the show... And I always say the Swole Fam's the best part of Swole Normous X. There's so much stuff. There's the Daily Swole. There's all those posts. But the Swole Fam is the underlying. It's the set. The, the Swole Fam is the pillar. So a lot of times people ask, what's the most important pillar? There really is none. But let's just put it this way. Community, a.k.a. the Swole Fam in this case, is number one. So I would say the community that might be the only one that's like the number one and the other ones you can make different arguments They're I wouldn't say they're necessarily in order, but when you look at it, community and nutrition, those are pretty, that's a pretty good number one and two. That's a pretty good number one and two, but the swole fam's the tits swole fam's the tits. So I agree with Stacy. This is why of the seven pillars community is number one is the first one or it's a huge, all the pillars are uh, because it's also what that community is based upon. Right. So if you have a community, you can have a shitty community. So understand that community doesn't mean automatically good. You can have a bad community. You could be, have bad influences around you. Community is another term for environment. So you can expand that to other things, not just people, but your community is your community focusing on training nutrition, mindfulness. Do you have disciplined people around you? Then of course it's going to help. And the great thing is we have people that are all different ages. We have people that are a thousand years old and our swole fam. We're Cerny at, we're Cerny. Hey, gotcha. No, we have members in their sixties and seventies. We have members in their teens and in their early twenties. And we have a lot of mothers and fathers that have kids that are watching the show and listening to the content and doing the programs and training with mom and dad and stuff like that. So there's a lot, there's a, a lot of experience. There's a lot of experience, and a lot of people that have 
similar backgrounds and similar histories, similar locations, you know? So it's important. It's not just like, let's just get fucking huge. No, getting swole means more than just, you know, big muscles. So it's really, you can have the same mindset and everyone can have different goals. There's some people that just want to just maintain general health and some people are bulking like crazy. So we have so many people with different specific goals, but the seven pillars is the foundation. And then it grows, it it grows and changes and you make it what you want it to be. All right. Last Swolfam post here. This one's from Tim. Speaking of the 90 day dash, Tim says, what up Swolfam just finished week one of the 90 day dash feeling bicep emoji, feeling fucking jacked. I'm going to say that the bicep emoji is fucking jacked, fucking swole. The mobility in SMR was a real ass kicker. Wow. I need to work on those moves more. Looking forward to getting my pump on with week two. Excellent. Respect Tim. Thanks. Hell yeah. And this is from the Facebook group. So Tim has that little hand wavy because that's a new member. I love, I love, I love seeing new members that join the family. Hey, I joined last week and some of the other people that were introducing themselves and I already started um, a weekend. You start, don't join and just sit around, join and fucking start, join and start. I love it. I've been a member for a week and I'm just finished my first week of the 90 day dash and you just joined. You joined and you fucking plugged in. You started doing it right away. It's awesome. Fucking great. Fucking great. Okay. So if you're ready to join all those amazing people and God, most of the people that are watching live are members, go to swolenormousex.com. Join the fam today and get access to all that amazing shit. And if you have not yet done so, all these links are in the show notes and description. Get on the email list. We got a big one going out today. No responses to because... It's been a couple of days, but we're going to do more responses, especially from this one. Uh, make sure you reply to the emails. Let us know what you think. If something hits you in a certain way, you have an, a story that it reminds you of or really hits home, respond. We'd be happy to share your response to the emails. So make email swollegan.com. Got another one going out today. Make email swollegan.com and get up on it. Let's get into some knowledge cock. Okie dokie. Questions. Hashtag ask Papa Swolio in the comments if you have a question to be featured. On today's man cast, where's the, oh, did I not open it up? Did I not open the questions? What is going on here? Oh, I thought I did. Well, let me open the folder. So if you have any questions, oh, we got one from Danny boy. We'll take yours first then. There we go. I thought I opened them already. Maybe I closed it by accident. I thought I expanded it. Uh, Danny, Papa Swole, I have a, ah, at least I have a needle dick and I was like, I can't help you with that. I have needle dick for <laughs> needle dick forearms. Should I be training them? Like I train calves like four times a week. I work for FedEx. So lots of forearm action all day. Well, I, I think a big misconception uh, for how muscles grow is that you should train some muscles with higher repetitions. I, I don't know if that's actually logical or scientific. So you, what really come and I'm going to get, I'm going to work this towards your answer. So, you know, a lot of people for calves are like, I do really high rep calves. I don't think that matters. I don't think the high repetitions do anything. I think you can reach failure with higher repetitions. I think if you're doing 25 reps to failure, guess what? The last few reps are going to, if it's really failure, 
you're getting to that failure point. It's always going to be the last few repetitions at the end of a set. If you're going close to failure, if you're just because you stop at 12, doesn't mean you're going to build muscle. You could build muscle with a different rep ranges, right? Some of you, what might be a reason, and let me get into this. What might be a reason for people choosing a heavier weight versus a lighter weight may be because of the position of the exercise. If you don't have enough stability, maybe going a little bit lighter will allow you to feel it more or keep better form. And then you can push it to 15, maybe counterbalancing with your body weight and you could do 15 or 20 to failure. You could build muscle with different ways, but you know, 15 reps to failure versus nine reps to failure. You're getting more resistance, um, more overload, more physical overload. Plus you're getting those reps to absolutely your limit, your failure because failure is what's important. So that being said, I don't know what you're doing when you're training calves. I personally train them more frequently than other body parts. I don't think training them every day may, I, I don't think because people will make the argument that if you train because calves are working all the time, so train them every day, you can kind of make that argument about a lot of things. And what I mean by that is, yes, when you're walking, you're working your calves, but you're not working your calves through a full range of motion. So I'm going to talk through this because it's a good topic. So when you're walking, just taking steps, just walking down the street, for example, yes, your calves are working. Would we all agree? The calves have a lot of advantage. The lever system biomechanically can produce a lot of force with where the, the lever arm is based to body weight, which is why your calves can move hundreds of pounds of your body weight but you're not doing full stretch, full contraction. It's like a mid partial. You're working your forearms too. You're working your shoulders. You're working a lot of body parts all the time. If you're sitting upright, you're working your core muscles, but you're not just getting fucking shredded just by sitting there. So just because you're using them doesn't mean you're progressively overloading. So a lot of people use a, have the logic, well, you're using your calves. They get a lot of work. So work them more frequently. I think there's a little truth in that. I think the calves, for example, can handle more frequent training, but not to the point where it's necessarily every day. Cause I've done stuff like that where I've trained every day, but if you train every day, the muscles still, the calf muscles, they still need to recover. They're still muscles. They still, so what you need is objectively progressive overload. Now you can have a more of a volume workout versus a more higher intense resistance, like heavy weight loaded workout. And I think when you're training your calves, it really comes down to the intensity. And here's where people don't, they miss out with their calves. They don't do their anterior tibialis work. Um, they don't do full range or tra train the full range of motion. They don't get deep enough into like the soleus muscles. You can do seated calf raises. You can do squat calf raises, which really gets you into maximal knee flexion to really isolate the soleus um, and the shortened position of the gastroc. But a lot of people don't do full stretch at the bottom under load. They're not doing three, five or 10 second holds in the full stretch position. They do a lot of like at the top, they hold at the top. Also, a, which I really like is a Tom Platt's method where he would overload the mid range just when you're holding flat. Like if you're on a standing calf raise, not full stretch, not at the very peak, but halfway, 
and he would just have people load plates and load weight in that static mid-range position. Because if you want, if you're at a full stretch, there's a lot of risk and there's a lot of tension. There's a lot of pressure. You could still do that, but depending on how heavy you go, you have to be very careful because if you, you know, if you overload it too much, that's a compromised position. But mid-range, if you're just standing there, maximizing your tension and your ability to produce force at that mid-range isometric, it's a very good way to overload the calves. You can do a lot of isometrics with resistance because the calves can handle a lot. So isometric is a stronger contraction than concentric on the way up, for example, for calf raise. Eccentric is the strongest. So you can play around with like holding full stretch between each rep. You could play around with less volume, but higher intensity. And I would mix up doing things like donkey calf raises or 45 degree calf, standing calf raises, a great exercise, single leg calf raises is fantastic. And throw in some seated calf raises. So I still think you can train them more frequently than other body parts if you're doing a body part once a week, which is really plenty if you're training it intensely enough. You don't need as much volume as you think. You need more intensity. But I do think when it comes to forearms and calves, you can train them, I would say maybe two to three times a week. But if you train with enough intensity, you have to f- kind of figure out. And, and here's the thing. When it comes to how many times a week, more isn't better. What matters is that you are training intense enough to create overload and that you are recovering enough to train them with more overload the next time. So everyone's going to recover differently. So let's make that very clear. Some people might need three days off between a session that we're talking about here. And some people might need four or five. And some people might need longer and some people might need less. So everyone's recoverability is different. So just because one person takes two days of rest or three days of rest doesn't mean that you don't need five. Some people will say that they train legs three days a week. How the fuck, how the fuck are you training three days legs three days a week. Any of you that say, well, I'm doing glutes three days a week and legs three days a week, then you don't know how to train for fuck's sake. And I'm just ranting here, but you don't know what you're doing. You're not training hard enough. If you're able to train legs more than once a week, I don't think you're training hard enough because for fuck's sake, if I train total, like if I train, do a leg workout, I'm doing quads, hands, like I cannot fucking think about training legs for days, for maybe a week. I did hamstrings two days ago. I fuck. And I split up my quad and my hamstring and glute day this week. So I'm like, shit, I don't even know if I can get to quads again. Cause like for a while, cause my hamstrings, I fucking went hard. It hurts to stretch them out maybe a couple more days. So I don't even, I trained my quads Tuesday of last week. So it might be till Thursday or Friday. It might be a nine or 10 days since I train quads, but I'm going to go as hard as I fucking can when I hit quads again. And that's the difference. I'll be fully recovered, fully physically, hundred percent recovered emotionally. I'll feel fucking great psychologically. And I'll train. Why, why do I have to train every five days or six days? I'm recovering completely. And then I'm going to fucking murder them again with more weight, progressive overload. And I'm going to be stronger. And we sore for, I was sore, like literally sore for like four or five days. I just started feeling not sore in my quads. I did four sets last time, last workout, four sets for quads. 
So make sure you train hard and then recover. But everyone's going to be a little bit different with that. And that's why the new program, Maximum Swole, allows you to customize your rest periods. All right. I am just, I'm just, I'm, I'm going off. This is really the knowledge cog portion. I'm telling you, man. Hopefully that gave you some answers. Give you a lot of, give you a lot of, a lot of cungus there. All right. Amelia Dubois. Let me uh, see if I can load it up so I can, where's that? Let me load up a telegram. Uh, okay, here we go. Can I pull it up here? Ah, it worked. All right, let me, pull, let me pause this. Okay. Amelia, listening with my 80-year-old aunt, Carol. Hi, Carol. Hi, Carol. She just wanted to say that you are handsome. Oh. Oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I don't know how to put this, but I'm kind of a big deal. Um, I told her that Mama Swolio is your lady, and she said, and she said, I am just looking. I was swole back in my time and very popular with the boys, but I had my own Papa Swolio. <laughs> He's on fire. Uh, she says you're really smart. No question. She just asked me to say hi for her since she is really bad, uh, bad at typing. She says you remind her of her bodybuilder husband, my uncle Harry. That's what I'm talking about. Uncles and papas. We, we make those gains. Uncles and papas. Her bodybuilder husband. She has good taste. She has good, I am the danger. Good taste. Good taste. Yes, Mama Swolio is my woman. Mama Swolio most definitely is. My other lady is over here. Well, I have two ladies. Oh, there she is. Oh, there she is. Say hi. There's my other lady. Some sweet girl. All right. Okay. Well, this is getting, it's getting hot in here. Anyone, anyone else feeling steamy? All right, hashtag make America swole. Hashtag make America swole. Let is, let's get into a couple, if you have more questions, drop it in the chat. Uh, uh, Nick says legs twice a week is difficult enough. And here's really the scam when it comes to, and I want to keep on going on this legs twice a week. Cause I see it's on TikTok and all these girls and like, yeah, I'm training legs three days a week. My three day a week booty routine. You're not, you're not giving yourself enough time to recover. And you're probably also not training hard enough, which is why you could even function. People are training muscles that are still sore and still hurt. That's terrible. It's terrible. Anyway. So let's say you're training legs twice a week, quote unquote. What are you really doing? You're training it every five days. You're doing it on Monday. Maybe you're getting into it Thursday or Friday. Is it really every twice a week? Cause you're not, eventually you're going to have to take longer time off or you're going to plateau. And how many people do you hear all the time that are plateau that aren't seeing progress? They just do the same weight all the time. It's because people aren't uh, making progress. They're not recovering enough to actually make progress. And they're not training themselves hard enough when they do train in order to create the stimulus in order to need to adapt to get bigger and stronger. Grizzly, Papa Soy, have you heard of the group Gays Against Groomers? I have. I have. 
I have indeed. Listen, all the Mama Swolio is a cosmetologist, so she her makeup are like she knows a lot of the make you know makeup artists and hairstyle are are gay men, and everyone she talks to they're hardcore against any of this crap. They just live their life and do their th- and do their thing. They're all they're all against um, all the LGBT leftist nonsense. Every single one. Every single one. They're just gay men. They're not like this fucking lunatic activist bullshit. Uh, Keech 116. Papa Swolio, what time should you go to bed? Uh, well, that's a good question. It doesn't really, it matters, but it doesn't. Ideally, you want to be on a circadian rhythm. You want to be going to sleep or shutting things down when the sun goes down. So, for example, when the sun goes down, we have red lights in the house. So all the blue lights go off. And even when we're sometimes we're eating or we're having a little bit of like some fruit or something, you know, it's like seven, eight o'clock and we're shutting down. We're watching like a TV show before we wrap things up and go to bed. What Mama Solia and I do, we have I have my my MacBook right there. That's what we use for TV. We don't have TV or cable or anything like that. We'll just watch Netflix, you know, we'll, we'll put on a movie or a show or Amazon Prime. And we'll get rent a movie or buy something or something like that, right? We'll watch a show. And I have, if you have a Mac, I recommend the product Iris. And it's a filter. You can make your screen completely 100% just red, just dark red. So we have it hooked up to the TV. And I just turn on the filter. So we're watching a red screen. So as the sun goes down, all the lights go red. It's relaxing to the eyes, shuts down the blue light. And... You just your body and your brain are just is more receptive to sleep. So if you're eating really close to bed, if you're drinking tons of water and eating sugar and you're watching, you have bright lights and Wi-Fi and Bluetooth and your cell phone and you're looking on your phone in bed, of course you're not gonna be tired. Your body thinks it's daylight because it's getting all the photoreceptors are seeing blue light and it's keeping the brain awake. So shutting that stuff down, shutting that stuff down early enough sauna cold plunge meditation yoga have an evening routine so at what time is going to vary ideally some people literally based on their schedule they can't go to sleep properly so it's going to depend it's all about the length and the depth of your sleep i think everyone has a pretty good i think everyone depend i mean let's say everyone's schedule could be whatever they wanted i think everyone is going to have something natural where their body feels best at this time and this day, but seasons change and you change as you get older and you have kids and what feels best for you. So the the most important thing is that you're getting deep enough and long enough quality sleep. You need quality sleep. Some of you use those digital rings and watches, but quality restorative sleep. You could be in bed for eight hours and have trouble sleeping and not be getting restorative and reparative sleep. Reparative? Whatever. Uh... So, I mean, I think generally good time is again, but if you're getting up at 4 a.m., going to sleep at 10 o'clock isn't a good time. You're not going to get enough sleep. You need more sleep than that in general. So 10 and p.m. might be a good time if you're getting up at six or seven, you're getting plenty of sleep. If you're going to get up at four, you might need to go to sleep at eight or nine. Right. So it depends. 
but you should be getting anywhere between seven to nine hours. That's a good range. Some people need more than others, but quality sleep. So the habits are make, make a big deal. And don't forget, if you want to go to sleep at a certain time, it's not just, hey, I'm going to, your brain is not a light switch. You can't just flip it and now you're in bed. You have to off-ramp. And that's what sunset does. It's supposed to off-ramp. Like, oh, it slowly gets darker. And it slowly, and then your eyes start seeing the different wavelengths and then your brain knows, oh, it's getting time to sleep. And then there's like fire light, which isn't a lot of blue light. So it's more red and dark and you have candles and, you know, it's, that's the way it's supposed to be. But now we have blue light and fluorescence all the time and phones and things and our brain gets confused and then we have trouble sleeping. We wonder why. So it's also really important if you have trouble sleeping to get sunrise to sun. So be looking at the sunrise, those low wavelengths, first thing in the morning, six, seven o'clock. That way your brain will wake up and then you have to reset it with the circadian rhythm of sunset. So looking at sunrise and sunset is important for the wavelengths for your eyes. Danny boy, Papa, what was the last drive through you went to and what was it? I don't remember. I'm not, I'm don't remember if it's going to be accurate or not. What was, I think it was like 2016 or something. I think it was Taco Bell or something gross. It was when Mama Solia and I were still, were early dating. I think we were coming back from Orlando and I never ate that stuff really at that point, but she was kind of, you know, she was new with me. So she ate a lot of shit, much more shit than I ate. But she had been like eating properly and done that stuff before and gone through those phases of like training and training hard. And, but she ate a lot of shit more than I did. And I think we went to the drive through. I only, I had a little bit and I just kind of got, and she was grossed out too. It was so, it was a long time. It was six, seven years ago. I vaguely remember that. I think. Oh, Taco Bell. Nasty. Nasty. What time do you guys go to sleep? You could drop that. Elizabeth, I'm tired by 9.30, up with the sun, 5, 5.30. I've been sleeping hard, though. So actually, we made a big... What time? I mean, you want to have a cold, dark room. So I've been sleeping extra hard. I feel like I'm going even deeper in my sleep now because I bumped down the AC another degree. Made a big difference. What do you guys set at? We have, I have ours at 67. I'm tempted to do 66. I'm tempted to go lower. But I've been sleeping fucking like a brick. And I have a cooling pad on the bed too. I'd sleep in a fucking igloo if I could. Uh, let's see. Uzi's Franco 08. Uh, what would, could. What would a wood chuck chuck? Uh, what would, could be a beginner workout routine? Oh, come on, man. I recommend you join the Swole Fam, SwoleNormousX.com, and do the 90-day dash. That's that's my recommended, literally. And I'm not saying that because I want you to join the Swole Fam and to make money. I'm saying that because that's why. And again, I just want to clarify, as always, because we don't do sponsorships. This is all um, powered by... Swole Normous X and the Swole Fam. So that's the agreement. I don't do sponsorships, but I'll talk about the Swole Fam and how awesome it is 
for eternity. But again, that's why I created it for that reason. So I was like, what would be a great, so whenever someone asks me, and this is not apologizing, this is just clarifying because I think it's important. It differentiates from a lot of things. Whenever someone asks me, what's a good routine? It seems on the service like, well, my program. Well, yeah, I mean, I should say that. But also the reason why I say that is because of that question. What's a great program for all levels? What's a great program that's going to build muscle? I have this kind of tightness or I've coming off an injury here. or I want to build muscle and you know get started, but I've been out of the gym for a couple of years. Like, that's why the 90 day dash was created. It's like, what's a good program and a structure and approach that could be for so many different levels, beginner to advanced that everyone can get something from and can focus on the fundamentals and be progressive. So that's why I created it. So that is the answer. So I created my own answer because it's like, how do you answer that question, right? How, how do you answer that question? What could a beginner workout routine? Well, do some chest and do a total body workout. It's like, that's a shitty fucking answer because it's so generic. It doesn't give someone really something actionable. You could go to Google and type in, what's a good beginner routine? You're going to get a couple hundred million pages and you'll probably click on one of the first ones, whatever pays Google ads from bodybuilding.com or whatever the fuck it is. Fucking V shred that ass clown, whatever is going to be a big site that has a lot of search credibility and meta tags and blah, blah, blah. So then you have everyone doing these random and, and here's the thing, a beginner workout routine at the same time, Let's say you're like, hey, you don't want to join the Swole fam. Whatever. I get it. We're not right for you. You're not ready for us. I get it. But the good thing about a beginner is that most any starter program, if you do it properly, it's a new stress. So you'll make progress. You'll build muscle with pretty much any program. As a beginner, you get those newbie gains. Everything's a new stress. So you're going to benefit. Uh, Dory. Papa Solio, what cooling pad do you have? I need one because I'm at that age for hot flashes and night sweats. I believe it's an Uller. There are different companies out there. There was Eight Sleep and different ones, but I didn't like because Eight Sleep, you have to connect it to Wi-Fi, which doesn't make any sense. I don't want Wi-Fi. I don't want my thing, the bed requiring Wi-Fi. So I think the Uller one, if you want to adjust certain settings or features, or they have an app, I never use it but you can turn on or turn off the Bluetooth and it'll connect to the app. And then you might, I forget what you can adjust with it. But in other words, it's like low EMF and it's, there's no like signal going through. Like, I don't like default in Mama Swolio. We're on the same page with this. I don't like any of this smart shit when it comes to fridges or we're looking at washer and dryer. We have, we, I mean, the ones that we have are fine. I don't care to change anything. But um, it was having a little bit of like drain problems, the washer at the end of the cycle. So perhaps I clean the line or whatever and just brought up the conversation. Like maybe we should just get new ones. Like let's, let's get some new, let's get new ones, start fresh or whatever. Uh, where was I going with that? Fuck. <laughs> oh, cooling pad. Um, oh yeah. Smart. So, you go and check stuff out. Everything's a smart washer or a smart fridge. I don't want my, no, I don't want anything smart. I don't want, I don't need my fridge to connect to the fucking internet. How stupid is that? 
my washing machine is connected to my Wi-Fi. Oh, so you can start the dryer when you're not home. Like, just hit the fucking button. Like it, it already does it for you. Plus, I don't want anyone else to be able to hack my washer or dryer or they don't send the update and now I can't use my dryer. Or, oh, you don't have enough carbon credits, so you can't do another wash. This fucking green climate Nazi communists are going to like stop my washer and dryer or tell me I have too much beef in my fridge because my fridge knows what's in there. Like, no, I want the stupidest fucking appliance possible. Give me power and leave me alone. I don't want anything. I want... Instead of having smart TV and smart fridge, I want stupid. It should say dumb as fuck, like Forrest Gump brand fridge. Forrest Gump. That, that's that's my new that's my new line. We'll call it Gump. Gump washers, Gump washing machine, Gump dryer, Gump fridges, Gump microwave. Like nothing, just stupid shit. No, no. You, you need to push buttons. Not even digital. Yeah, you're, you're gonna. It's a button. You have to push it in. Is a dial. All right, I am. Boom shakalaka! Something's in the water, fam. I'm hot right now. I'm hot. All right, Danny boy, my girl has started to work out. That's what I'm fucking talking about. That's what America. That's how you make America swole. That's how you make America swole. Good for her. Wise man. And look at you, Danny. Look at you swooping in when stock was low. Look at you. Look at you. Compound interest, motherfucker. You. Look at you, bro. Look at this guy. Yow. This guy. My girl has started to work out. Look, but got the girl first. Locked it in. Boom. And now she's going to be making gains. All right. Um, my girl started to work out to eat better, and she's got a good routine right now. We want to have another kid, but I am fearful she'll gain the weight back and fall into bad habits again. Am I a hole? Is I ace hole? No, I don't think you are. I think you're honest. Did you? Not the easiest thing to say to her, like, hey, you know, we. W- I know we want to have another kid, but I don't want you to gain the weight back. And f- I, don't, I don't think it's something that shouldn't be talked about. I don't know what kind of relationship you have. Hopefully a really good one if you're going to have another kid but it's going to be so much better for you. How about, is she, does she follow any people on social media? Mama Solio follows some really good, like midwives and fitness, like healthy, you know, natural birth, like real, like, you know, organ meats, grass fed beef, you know, women that are really, and doctors that are, they, they know what's up when it comes to phthalates and environmental factors and stuff like that. Um, so maybe if she's like, consuming content that's coming from that type of approach where proper eating nutrition and hormone balance and stuff that's it's it's coming from a different source not just you and it's objective people that know what they're talking about so that could be good to put in your environment too or share posts with you know for her about proper nutrition for having kids because a lot of women have kids back to back and too soon and their bodies are ravaged loss of nutrients and hormones are tanked and stuff like that. Uh, so of course what you're consuming, what you're eating, but she shouldn't be eating shit. She shouldn't be eating crap when you're, you're pregnant. Women should not be gaining tons and tons of fucking weight. It should just be what's required for the child. You know, we talked about this the other day. People eat for two. That's an excuse to binge eat. You know, 
you have cravings or you want food, cool, eat fucking food, eat nutrient dense food. You're hungry, fine, eat real food. Like what women have like, oh, I had cravings in like the 1400s. Like you wanted food. You just got hungry. We just have all these addictions now. Anyway, I'm on fire. I'm just going all over the place. Shotgun spraying. I'm just saying shit today. Feels good too. Hopefully it makes some kind of sense. I don't think you're an asshole. I think you're logical. You want her to continue to take care of herself. Why would she not want to is my question. Yeah, Dory, a smart house. No government thinks you've been bad and then you can't get into your home. Yeah, smart house. No, no, thank you. I want the dumbest house possible. Gump renovations. Gump construction. All right, where are we? I'm scrolling down to the chat. No way. SH, like the story last week where Amazon shut access to the man's smart devices in his whole house because a delivery guy claimed he said something racist through the video doorbell? No. Yo, fuck that. I stopped. I used an Amazon Alexa for, we did it for a few months. And then when they released that sidewalk thing, or I found out about it, I was like, nope, you know what? This is a bad idea. It's very convenient. It was cool. I stopped. I unplugged them. I just threw them out. The sidewalk thing, I don't know if they still do it, but it was like, if you leave it on, it added to like the Amazon mesh network and people that are just walking down the street can connect to your Wi-Fi through your Alexa and use the internet as like a mesh. I'm like, oh man, no wonder we're all fucked up and going insane. We have these these shits going through our fucking brains all the time. Anyway, I was like, no. I, you could turn it off. You have to go deep in the settings and turn off sidewalk. They don't even tell you about it. It's fucking creepy. I didn't want those. The microphones are always on. They're always on. I know we have our phones and stuff too. It's like, don't say anything near your phone. Even if it's in airplane mode, it can record shit. And then when you turn on Wi-Fi, it can send out. Anyway, get rid of your those devices fuck that shit people want to wear an apple watch on your wrist are you fucking insane anyway makes you want to throw out my fucking phone danny boy we watch you for dinner usually every night Oh, rest in peace, Danny boy. Rest in peace. Danny was a, he was a good man. We had high hopes for Danny. Showing up to the Daily Swole. Crushing his seven pillars. We will miss him. We'll miss you, Danny. Fuck yeah! In closing, I know why we all know why you said it. You care about her. You want the best for her health, and you're excited that she's investing in her health, as we are too. It's awesome. It's awesome when your significant other they start to naturally want to do better for their health. It's awesome. It feels so good. It's frustrating when you're telling people that you care about and they're giving you shit and, or they ask you questions 
and you talk to them for a couple hours. And then the next day you see them eating a bag of chips and, or drinking soda. And you're like, what did we just fucking talk about yesterday? But it's really satisfying because it's coming from a good place. You feel amazing. You know, what's possible. You feel it yourself and you know, people are still, you know, subjecting themselves to that kind of poison. They're distracted. They're plugged into the matrix. They are, they're blinded to what is actually going on to their bodies. Once you come up from out of that distraction, oh my God, it's the epiphany you want to share with everyone. And then when they don't, and then when they lock in and they start seeing and they start asking you questions and listening to certain things and opting for better choices, it's the snowball. You push it down the the side of the mountain, it's going to become an avalanche. Same thing with Mama Swolio. She started doing it a little bit more. The first times I was eating raw liver and she was around, she would be like, she would literally go, Ugh. and I was eating it. She was like, oh God, oh, it would gross her out. And I was eating raw liver. Now she's like thawing, oh babe, you want liver? And she's thawing it out and she's eating as well. Yep. Once you start doing it and you realize how fucking amazing you feel, who cares about the taste that you didn't grow up with? You're not used to it. It's amazing. Eat it. You know, objectively it's good for you and you eat it and you're like, whoa, then you fucking eat it. You start realizing, oh, you're going to eat it because it's good for you and you feel fucking amazing. And you find a way to consume it. You just do it. Anyway. All right. We got to go balls deep. Great question. Good stuff. That's deep. Uh, let's see. Oh, that's awesome. Uh, Danny says she reads the back of everything we buy now. Couldn't be happier. Yeah. Especially once you start, you're aware of canola oil or vegetable oils or seed oils. And then you start reading the back of everything and you see every single, when you start reading the ingredients and you see that the majority of what you're consuming is the same shit over and over again, it's disgusting. It grosses you out. Everything's canola oil, safflower oil, um, you know, modified cornstarch, food starch, gluten. It's just, it's gross. It's high fructose corn syrup. And then you look through and you realize that the first five or six out of nine ingredients are all processed sugar or processed carbohydrate mulch. It's just nasty. It's nasty. So now when I get grass fed beef, guess what? The ingredient is fucking meat. And the cows actually ate what they're supposed to. (gasps) Shocker. Oh, come on. You're just paying more. There's no nutritional difference. There's no nutritional difference between cows that were fed sludge and trash and injected with fucking hormones and antibiotics versus cows that literally gave themselves time to actually develop because they weren't pumped full of shit and they ate real food that they're supposed to eat. There's no nutritional difference. Well, I'm sure the protein content might be the same, but what about what's jammed in to every fucking protein molecule. What about the GMOs? What about the just who knows what other byproducts and glyphosate and stuff that's in the fucking meat? The nutritional facts are the same. Okay, so there's the same amount of fat, the same amount of protein grams and fat grams. Oh, great. Well, they're identical then. Like, we're not talking about macros, fam. This is why when everyone says 
if it fits your macros, those people are fucking sick. They're usually a addicts. They have terrible relationship with food. They're doing this restriction binge shit all the time. They have all these other things that they suffer from and they just keep on trying to do a calorie restriction when they're not getting nutrient dense food. If it fit, that's the same. If it fits your macros, well, this grass fed beef, it's $5 more a pound, but this has 20 grams of protein. This has 20 grams. They're the same. Okay. Well, I'm still going to opt for an animal that was healthy while I was alive. You can eat the, I don't know, artificially injected and fast-tracked corn and soy cow. It's gnarly. Just think about humans. If you were, if you were a, a cannibal, what would you want, who would you want to consume? Would you want to consume someone who's healthy that eats quality food and beef and like a healthy human? Would you want to eat a healthy human or would you want to eat someone who's morbidly obese in one of those shopping cart rolling electronic shopping carts at Walmart? with their fat spilling out the side. Which one would you want to eat? I'm not saying go carnivore, but you would obviously want to, you would choose the healthy human. You would choose the healthy human. If you've been listening to the show for long enough, you know, at some point, every so-and-so episodes, we go down the road of cannibalism. We talk about eating people. And I say that I would eat a human if it was properly prepared. And if it was offered to me, I wouldn't go kill someone. I don't wish someone to die. But if someone said, oh, here's a piece of human all right, was it ethically sourced? I don't know. Like they just had some fresh human on them. I would try a bite. Why not? It always devolves at, at one point into eating people. Anyway. Yeah, that's a great, that, that's a great, hey, would you rather eat me or Lizzo? A lot of people are like, I want to eat Papa. It's like, easy, easy feral human. Okay. Let's move. Let's move on before. I don't know. Let's just move on quickly. <laughs> let's get out of here. All right. <laughs> let's move on before something gets said. Here we go. First story today. We got a story before we get into a couple of videos, new weight loss drug dubbed the triple G. <laughs> appears even more powerful than Ozempic, Wegovi, and Monjaro, shedding 25% of patients' body weight. All right, you fat, lazy fucks out there. Any of you fat, lazy fucks that want to take a pill and lose some fat and, I don't know, roll the goddamn dice on your long-term health and side effects from this fucking shit, line up, you lazy fucks. Line up, you fat, lazy fucks. With all that stimulus Get your stimmy checks, you fat, lazy fucks, and go buy some Triple G. I thought this was funny. New weight loss drug dubbed the Triple G. Triple G, that just sounds like, that sounds like a fucking 90s or 2000 rap. Hey, yo, yo, Triple G, Triple G in the house. He's got this little, like, sign where he's like, Triple G. And people can't tell if it's, like, Illuminati or he's like, you know, the G, Triple G. He's got this big gold fucking chain, GGG. Just big old gold fucking chain. All right. Eli Lilly announced results from its mid-stage trial of its next generation obesity drug candidate, Ret... Retot... 
why do they call it shit that you can't fucking pronounce? Retatrutide? Do you think they make the names worthless because people don't know what they are and they can just approve things easier when people are like, oh, I don't know what that is. Retatrutide? I thought I was going to say retarded try. I was like, what is that? The next general, does anyone know why? Maybe the actual, it's like retatrutides all. Come on, you couldn't pick a something better than that? No wonder they dubbed it triple G. Well, why is it triple G? Triple G. Oh, it's been dubbed triple G because it targets three different hormones. Compared to Azempic and Wagovi, which target one. Monjaro targets two hormones. All right, here's another. Yeah, here's uh here's another reason why endocrine disruptors, endocrine system is the system of your hormones, glands and things that release hormones, which are chemical messengers that trigger different organs and processes in the body. So your central nervous system triggers muscle contractions, your hormones, or for example, um, your satiety, if you're full or you're hungry is controlled by hormones. That's why you might feel kind of full. And then 15 minutes later, you feel even more full. It's because those hormones are filtering back to your hypothalamus and your body is processing. Hey, okay, now we're hungry. Now we're full. That's why when you're eating garbage food, you overconsume or you order another three slices of pizza because you just ate like a small pie. And you're like, I want more. And by the time they come, you're like, oh, I'm full. All you got to do is wait 10, 15 minutes. Like, have, have you guys ever done that? You're eating most of like a steak or a meal and you're like, oh, I got to pee. And you get up to pee. And by the time you come back, you're like, I'm just full because let, you let it sit for a little bit and you're actually full before you realized it because the hormones still take time to um, filter through. But the triple G. So again, all right, we're talking about this. It doesn't really matter what this is saying about, hey, another drug, there's going to, and the next and the next, more and more drugs. But my point is, this is why endocrine disruptors, when we say endocrine disruptors, that's what it's referring to. Drinking from plastic, spraying all these phthalates all over your body, colognes, perfumes, um, mattresses, blankets, clothing. You're sweating, you're putting deodorant on. And you're sweating, your pores are open, your body's absorbing all these body lotions and shampoos and conditioners and uh, laundry dryer sheets. And those things absorb into your skin and they take the binding place of, for example, estrogen or other different hormones. So hormones go through the body like lock and key. So one gland, and this is going to be very rudimentary, a gland will release a key with a certain shape. And there are certain other glands in the body or organs that have receptor sites that fit that key. You know, you have the locks. So they go through the, they release, it goes in the bloodstream, it's traveling around. But then as they get by that organ, a bunch of those keys will like hit the receptors up, lock and open, and then it'll trigger a response. So what happens is an endocrine disruptor when let's say you are spraying cologne on your body and the fragrances have tons of petrochemicals and phthalates that absorbs in your body and that um, material and the, the phthalates and those, they are very similar to that hormone key. So they're in the body cycling around and they hit that lock and they block it or they affect a change or response when that hormone was never released is because you're subjecting your body to it or it blocks it. And then that other hormone, when it wants to enact on it, can't get in. 
So this is why it's called, well, it's called that, Nick. It's called the lock and key mechanism because that's just a great way to conceptualize it. So that's one endocrine disruptor. So have you ever gone to a lock or you go to a bike lock and what does someone do? They put like glue or like cement glue, right? And they'll, or put gum in the lock. That's like the classic thing. Like in the eighties and nineties, you put gum in the lock and you can't put the key in like, ah, I fucking gum the lock and the gum hardens and you can't get the key in. That's like what it does. So if you are subjecting yourself to a lot of these endocrine disruptors, your body is going to be sending signals and taking action, releasing sugar and doing all this kind of stuff in the body because it thinks that hormone is telling it to, but no, you're adding other shit in excess. And you're, in other words, you're interrupting the system. It's like the game telephone. You're adding blur and like muffled. So when people are going around the circle saying, by the time the message gets around to you, it's like, what the fuck are you talking about? It's like all of a sudden in telephone, everyone's starting to you just cut the volume in like by 80% and now no one can really hear. So people are just saying random shit. Does that make sense? All right. Anyway, triple G, everyone, more lazy fucks can now try to fast track uh, health, which is impossible. Shocker. Okay. Pick a number, fam. We got um, stupid, stupider, gross, and holy shit. Pick a number, one, two, three, or four. Let's go, fam. Let's have a great. What's in the box? Hava, Nagila, Hava. All right, pick it. One, two, three, or four. Let's get America. America. What else do we need? And let's get a boys have a penis. Boys have a penis. Girls have vagina. Just felt like I needed a reminder. Everyone hit that thumbs up button. Welcome. Come one, come all. To the Daily Swole Man Cast. The greatest the greatest man cast to bang your ear holes when you're making sick fucking gains. There's no gym cast like the sleeves cast. If you're lifting right now, don't be a bitch. You can put on five more pounds. Don't be a pussy. Let's go with Cerny number four. Cerny the goat. Das goat. Cerny, this is called problem. Cerny, you are just zoned in. Problem with weight loss drugs. Here we go. Thank you so much for asking this. Let me explain. Oh, great. We always know, like, no, please, please, please don't. All right. She's responding to a TikTok question. It says, what's wrong with larger people trying new weight loss drugs? Sorry if I'm being insensitive. I'm just confused. Oh, sorry if I hurt your feelings. Oh, I'm being insensitive. Or, or you, don't be sad. Oh, you're going to cry because I fucking made a comment on TikTok. What's wrong with larger people? So I'm going to guess that she's going to be like, well, they're just fill They're just feeding into fat phobia. They're trying new weight loss drugs and she's jealous. And she's like, no, no, but that's fat phobic. They should stay fat. The new weight loss drugs that have come on the market are completely legitimate treatments for diabetes and various other health problems. Stop eating. That's cake. fine. Do what you will with your body. I'm not going to tell you not to take them proceeds to tell people to not take them. That's like, that's what the left is do, right? I'm not going to tell you not to take them, but don't fucking take them. Something tells me she's not going to tell everyone. Something tells me she's not going to tell everyone to take them. Just saying, just thinking uh, it's a guess. It's a guess. I'm not going to tell you how to manage your conditions that you may have or not proceeds to tell us how to manage our conditions. I'm just guessing. Hey, I'm just, Hey, I'm just putting it out there. 
just uh, just a guess. Just a guess. However, because these drugs. Uh, however, I'm not going to tell you what to do. I'm not going to tell you anything. How the fuck ever. Right. But. They're so available. We've seen a really big swing back to blatant rudeness and cruelty to larger bodied people. Blatant rudeness and cruelty. No more than they have for themselves. And in many cases, rightfully so. People self-loathe. They have low self-esteem because deep down they fucking hate themselves because they know it's their fault and it's their lifestyle habits. And they know. But society, we're not allowed to have, we're not allowed for people to have shame. We're not allowed to have standards for people. We're not allowed to have any kind of fucking standards for merit in this fucking country anymore. So you just have to be like, everyone has to get on their fucking knees and bow to your consumption. And so a lot of these influencers who are plus size or body positive or fat liberationists have taken this swing because now they've taken this drug and they're losing weight <gasps> and they have basically completely reversed all their politics and are really throwing other fat people under the bus. Because they are hypocrites. Because the fucking body positivity and fat positive movement is just tons of hypocrisy. You have to change your politics. You have to change your ideology. If you start losing weight because you're full of shit, you're full of shit. It's hypocrisy from the start. If you have actual morals or something you're, that you're standing on that you, if you have actually any principles, your principles don't change. You're maintaining those principles because they're virtuous principles to uphold. If the wind changes direction, yeah, people are going to change. I'm losing weight now. Well, I can't talk about fat positivity because I'm losing weight. Because uh, we're all hypocrites. Who may or may not be choosing to take these drugs, which also may or may not result in significant enough weight loss that they are no longer really fat. What? Basically, whether or not these drugs are available, whether or not they completely work, which there are a lot of long-term uh. unknown side effects that we just haven't been able to test for yet. Uh, same thing with experimental RNA drugs, but we're, we care more about the long-term side effects of a fucking weight loss drug. Well, we don't know. There's long-term side effects. Hey, we came out with this other shit in six months, injected into your two-year-old. Okie dokie. Protect grandma. You mean that kind of shit? Yeah. Side effects are legit. You get side effects from fucking Advil. Shit's real, son. Because they're very new drugs. That should Ooh. not change Very our different. ability to treat fat people as decent human beings. No one's treating fat people like anything else but fat human beings. Should you treat super tall human beings the same way as you treat very, very tiny human beings? Yeah, in some cases. Should you treat adult human beings in a different way that you treat children human beings? Yes, you actually should. You shouldn't treat adults and children the same. Sorry, libtards. You shouldn't treat them all the same because children can't consent. So you can't treat adults and children the same way. Fat humans are just fat fucking humans. It doesn't mean be mean to people. It doesn't mean to be rude. It doesn't mean that they don't have rights to defend themselves. It doesn't mean they have... They don't have legal rights. Of course not. 
but they are fat human beings. It's not a more like, look, we, you talk about morality for someone else. Look, you're doing this to yourself and then you're going to try to leverage power like, oh, that person's being mean. You're being mean to yourself. If you are morbidly obese and you're doing everything in your power to stay that way and you're promoting it and you're just your habits are leading to that, which is often the case, you're being mean to yourself. It's easy to point the finger at someone else, but you're the one doing it. Treat fat people as decent human beings. What does that mean? You should treat fat people. What do you mean? What the fuck do you mean? Who's not treating fat people like as decent human beings? I don't know. Are fat people decent? A lot of fat people are terrible people. A lot of thinner people are like people are bad. They're good and bad. Just because you're fat doesn't mean you're a good person. Who's not treating fat people decently? My God, you're catered to everywhere. What are you talking about? Even if there is an easy way to take this drug that may make us lose weight, or it may not, what if it doesn't work? Then what? You know what I'm saying? So no, basically, my issue isn't with people just choosing to take these drugs, period, or even with the drugs themselves. It's with the rhetoric around it. And ah, that fucking rhetoric. Goddamn fucking rhetoric. I knew it. I knew it. Fam, can we fix the rhetoric, please? Let's fix the rhetoric. I don't mind these drugs, but the rhetoric, that's got to go. How the availability of these drugs is making people be crueler to those who are still fat. Ozempic, Wegovy, Triple G are not... What in the fuck are you talking about? Hold on a second. You just went off the deep end. Everybody knows you never go full retard. So Wegovy, Ozempic, Triple Jizzle is making people be crueler to those who are still fat. Those weight loss drugs are making people meaner to people that are. F okay. Just, you guys can, we'll read some comments in the chat if you have it. I, I'm, my brain just blew up at the end there. Okay. Let's pick a number one, two, or three. What's in the box? What's in the box? Yeah. Thank you, Cerny, for that absolute fucking shit show. What you just said is one of the most insanely idiotic things I have ever heard. Fucking rant. At no point in your rambling, incoherent Church. response Church. were you Church. even close to anything that could Church. be considered a rational thought. Everyone in this room is now dumber for having listened to it. I award you no points, and may God have mercy on your soul. All right. Everyone's curled up. Everyone's curled up. Noise. Noise. All right. Oh, boy. Ugh. Oh, man. Uh, uh, let's see what we got here. Uh, Dan Danny boy, Danny boy, number one, let's go. Danny boy. Number one, this is called body positivity created. Oh God. Actually the body positivity movement was created in the 1960s by pause responding to a comment. It seems like the body positive community is only exclusive to those who are fat. Only love yourself by all means. Well, this was 
well, I guess she's going to go into like the whole fucking history of it, but they hijacked it. Fatties hijacked the body positivity used to be like burn victims, amputees and stuff like that. Fat black women. Um, it was created to fight against the dangerous discrimination that fat bodies face, particularly fat black femmes. So I feel like a guest in the body positivity movement myself. Oh, you're a guest. Oh, you're a guest. You're a guest. We got an ally here, fam. We got an ally. Ally like a motherfucker. She feels like she's a guest. I'm just passing through with my fatness. I'm a white woman who's a size 22. I have white privilege. That's massive because fat phobia is rooted in racism. That's just true. Look it up. Breed. <laughs> it's not. Um, but as a size 22, I can comfortably fit in an airplane. I can fit in most like chairs at a restaurant. I can. We got ourselves fan. We got ourselves a small fat here. We got ourselves a small fat. Not too big. Definitely not too small. Me small fat. A size 22. Look at all the privilege you got. Find clothes that fit me. But discrimination I do face and that fat people do face that mid-sized people do not face is that crash testing cars, medical studies, scientific research, dosing what? medications. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Fat people are left out of that research. All Pe fat people are left out of crash test cars. <laughs> oh my God. Can we get some equality around here? We're not testing. Are we not testing cars with fat people? You don't need airbags. You guys are safe as shit. A fat person in a car is like demolition man. When they get out and it's like fucking styrofoam. Read. You tell me to read. Go watch a movie. Go get some culture. Demolition man. Sly Stallone. Wesley Snipes. Top 10 motherfucker. Check that shit out. Crash test dummies. Can we get a size 22 crash test dummy? Everyone's like, we don't have enough plastic. Um, They probably don't make them that size just because of material shortages. Supply chains, after all. Uh, Dory says, 22 is not small. I'm 225 and an 18. Someone said crash test dummy size 22. Natty Knight, the largest crash dummy is like 230 and 6'3". That's a... Is that is that right? I mean, there has to be a range, right? Of course they test these things. And whenever they do these tests, this is also like... They, have, they do the standard deviation, I'm sure. They go through the vast majority of anyone that will be in a car. And of course, if you're in a car and you're so tall that it's not safe for you, it's probably not comfortable either. You're probably, if you're trying to get in a Mini Cooper and you're 6'6", six, six, that's just fucking stupid. Oh my God, there's 15 seconds left. Together. Not to mention, fat people will make less money annually than their thin counterparts of equal education and skill level. It's not I guarantee they're not working as often. They're not counting in for like sick days and factors and poor performance and who knows. Like it's, it's the same thing when it's like women make men make more than women. When women do more high men do higher risk jobs. They're not taking time off for childbirth. Their you know, their career selection and how often they work and how long they work. Like all it's all 
cherry picked in order to fit whatever argument you're trying to make. You can exclude data in a certain way. Education and skill level. It's not just about loving your body. You need to think critically about this. Oof, God, that was super, that was hard. That was a hard watch. That was a hard watch. That was a hard watch. Oof, that was that was rough. But here's the thing: we talk about our society and our culture. Who's coming? Who's bringing this person back? Like we have the dick draft, but I mean, I don't know if there's enough fucking cock in the world that can shut that mouth up. So, like, we're we're, we're talking about our culture and our society. How can someone like that come back to reality? How can someone like that actually get empowered and actually be a productive member of society? I don't think there's any saving that. Someone that thinks like that, that talks like that, that's so righteous, like this is, I'm an ally. I'm so glad to be, I'm just passing through this movement. Yeah. <laughs> At least you're moving. Jesus Christ. But how do we, how, how does that actually play out? It, it doesn't. You don't come back from that you don't come back from that kind of mindset. How does that get unprogrammed? How many people actually leave cults and come out of cults? Not many, not many. God damn it, I don't know what it is about your face, but I want to deliver one of these right Oof, in your soul. Danny boy, my God. Is there God. anything I can do to work on that? No, so you not wouldn't... really, it's your face. Danny Prees. Um, I think we're done. Ugh. Yeah, let's we're done. We got more tomorrow. We got more tomorrow. Let's do a throwback. Let's let, let's bring this. Let's turn this frown upside down. Huh? Ah, let's go. Let's bring it. Throw back. 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 Here we go, fam. Everyone, drop some biceps and gorillas in the comments. And remember, we'll give away the swole card in just a few minutes. Make America swole. Hashtag Moss. Make America swole. Here we go. Uh, this one. Let's see what we got here. Throwback time. Comment says this isn't being fat phobic. Just like saying you won't date someone who's trans isn't transphobic. It's preference, mutual understanding and values. Okay. We're on the same page. Likely you don't oh, find God. trans or fat people dateable or attractive. I don't want dick in my mouth. Correct. Not based on a personal <laughs> preference, but based on how you've been taught to think about them. You in full return, man. Now, this is an example. Like, sometimes people say things that are just silly. This chick is a fucking idiot. I don't want my chick with the dick. I don't want my chick with the dick. That's not how you're taught. You're, you're programmed. I'm not saying it's morally wrong to live your life that way. But guess what? You're not going to reproduce. It's not part of nature. It's an error. It's an anomaly. But an error and an anomaly doesn't mean you're a bad person. Doesn't mean you're evil. It just means nature wants reproduction. I want to fuck some pussy. <laughs> uh, straight up. Nature, look, survival the fittest. Now, whether you like this or not, survival the fittest means that anyone who's aborting their babies, anyone who is sterilizing their children, anyone who is getting so morbidly obese, their hormones are shit and they can't reproduce because they just trash their bodies and they're super unhealthy and they die young before they can reproduce. It's kind of like the gene pool. I, I've, this is not a cruel thing to say. It just works its shit out. We're looking at, we're looking at data we're looking at data at scale, essentially. It's data at scale. 
So when you have, let's say, let's say you have a hundred people or a thousand people, how many lunatic fucking purple haired, you know, ridiculous people are in a thousand, a couple, right? One, two, whatever, whatever the number is, or anyone who's just a waste of space, just a scourge on our species. And I'm not saying we should eradicate people. I'm just saying people eradicate themselves. And a lot of this is just going to, it's like idiocracy, right? The stupid people just kept on having babies and everyone's just retarded in the future. It's also like that too, but it's always survival of the fittest. Whatever helps humans survive, whatever helps humans make more humans, those genes are going to be reproducing. When the environment changes or the landscape changes, the people that are physically and mentally fit for that kind of survival will reproduce unless they're sterilizing themselves and not reproducing. So whoever reproduces will reproduce. Whatever genetics are reproducing are the ones that can continue to reproduce because there's more of those people. So I guess it works itself out eventually. I mean, it is what it is. If you're not having kids, then that's probably good. We don't want you to. <laughs> Just saying. Just saying. Just saying. Any of these absolute woke tards that are screaming to have the right to abort their children. I mean, is anyone? I'm not losing sleep. I'm not losing any sleep. Go for it, please. Thank you. Thank you. I would hate to deal with a child of yours in the future. That's a problem, Lester. They target other people's kids. But if you raise your kids, right? If people that are reproducing do raise their kids with a strong family unit as supposed to be, they will have the skills and the tools as they grow up to defend against this mental fuckery. So it doesn't mean that people don't have responsibility because they can manipulate other people's children. But of course, but again, for those people's children that they hijack, whether they sterilize them physically or mentally or emotionally, then guess what? Then they were a weaker link of the species and they're not going to reproduce in the future. I'm just saying this is not... This is not like, it's kind of like evolution. Those that survive will survive. So if you're equipped, mental, equipped mentally and physically to survive, then guess what you're going to do? Survive and make more people that will more likely survive. We just don't see that kind of time scale. We're only here for a little bit and then we're gone. So you could still pass along good information. If you're having children, raise them the best that you can with the tools to think for themselves and think objectively and defend themselves against insanity. And then they're likely to have kids that will defend themselves against insanity too. And so on and so forth. Like it doesn't mean you don't have responsibility, but a lot of that, that's, that's, that's working to work itself out, right? All those people are working really hard to not have any more of those types of people in the future. They're working really hard to not have a lineage. They're working really hard to eradicate 
their family name. They're putting in all the work themselves. So, yeah, but my point is you can't have despair, but it's just when you, when you watch some of these videos that we cover in the balls deep, or maybe people that you're with at work, that's why it's important to share your opinion and have these conversations. It's important to, because you might have a lot of people and some of you have friends and family members or people that are kind of on the brink and start talking a little bit like this. Then you have a conversation with them and you bring them back. People need to know, they need to hear other opinions. If they're literally submerged in a lot of this stuff all the time, they don't hear anything from other aspects. They just get swept up and that becomes their new reality because that's all they hear. Sometimes it only takes one voice or a couple comments or they see you post something like, well, how come Sarah posted that? Oh my God, what? Sarah says that? And then she reads and starts thinking, it's like, well, if Sarah says that, maybe I can talk to Sarah and it'll come up. And, you know, sometimes people just need to see someone else raising their hand and like, oh shit, another friend of mine isn't afraid to say that. The more people that aren't afraid to say what they think, the more other people will feel comfortable saying what they think. You just have to keep, you can't just stay quiet because then everyone else would be like, there are a lot of weak people out there, weak willed people. And they're looking around to see if anyone else is saying anything. If they're not they're like, well, everyone must agree with this. So I'm not going to say anything either. Like you're never going to, you're never going to regret speaking what <laughs> is true. You're never going to regret being honest with yourself and being authentic and speaking truth. You're saying the truth and you're speaking honestly. You're not going to regret that. You're never going to regret that. It'll erode your integrity. If you say something you don't agree with, if you agree with these fucking lunatics and just like tuck tail, oh, you hate yourself. And then you have to force your body. And that's what, that's what happens. People go along because they don't want to get canceled or fired or get shit on social media or get hateful comments. So they just go along. They're an ally. They post a square, whatever the fuck they want to do. And deep down, they hate themselves for it. They feel weak. They feel beaten because they, they did, but they beat themselves. They lost their integrity with themselves. And then they have to make themselves believe that they made a good decision because you can't live with like a conflicting rupture in reality in your own brain. The ego can't handle that. So you have to pretend like what you did was, oh, is at the time? Oh, because everyone else was doing it. Oh, it was the right thing to do. And oh, but I do like, you know, I do think all people in this and you just try to justify it. And then you do it again and you do it again until you just, you're completely warped. You just brainwash yourself because you just can't live with the fact that the ego can't do it. Can't live with the fact that you were, insincere that you lied that you were manipulated that you were controlled so you have to pretend like you weren't and make yourself believe that and that's why you have like self-censoring and you have people that just do it themselves you don't have to control people they control themselves they want to be controlled they're eager to be controlled and they tell you like hey hey mommy daddy i was controlled i did it first no 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 i already did it i made my own booster yeah no, I know you're going to come back with a six one, but I just wanted to be like, you know, I want to be a real go-getter. So I actually made my own. So yeah, I'm good on the six one. But uh, when you get seven ready, let me know. I'll be first in line. Okay, cool. <laughs> All right, swole card time. Make America swole. Make America swole. I am on, I am literally, I'm fine. He's on fire. I'm just fucking Steph Curry from behind the arch. Just dropping bombs. I'm just fucking going around. Make America swole. Let's see if anyone is making America swole. Can we do that? Can we do that, please? 
We doing all right today, fam? How we doing? A little quiet in the comments. Is that because I'm ranting? Is that because I'm going f just fucking <sighs> off the rails? Here we go. Let's get a little. Make. Oh, Melissa, we love you too. We love you too. Um, speaking, you know what? We got a winner here. We got Danny Boy. Danny Boy needs to make some fucking gains and wish Danny luck um, when he watches tonight's episode. My goodness. Rest in sick fucking gains, Danny. You know what? I saw your name pop up. Moss in the USA, USA. Danny, you're the winner today. You're the feature. The feature. The main event. Send us an email to support at swolecard Swole card 2608 in the subject, your mailing address, and the body of the email. We'll send you the swole card. And much respect to um, the Mrs. Danny, whether it's official or not. Uh, Danny with no pee-pee is about to make some sick fucking gains and have the absolutely most yoked pregnancy ever. So let's fucking go. Congratulations. Yes, sir, I'm dead tonight. Indeed, but... We will honor your memory. They can put this in your tombstone. Danny boy. Here lies Danny boy. Making America swole. Laid his life down on the line to try to make America swole. What's your name, fat body? Podcast loves you. We love you. The man cast loves you. Now I know you love to just sit there and keep being not slim, but we gotta work a little today, okay? No medication except my fucking antidepressants. Are you crying? Are you crying? There's no crying in That Hansel's so hot right now. That's you, bitch! Shut up, bitch! Are you not entertained? Are you not entertained? By the way, you know, I sit on the stands and it get hot. I got a lot of, I got hairy legs that turn, that, 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 that turn uh, uh, um, blonde in the sun. 
and the kids used to come up and reach in the pool and rub my leg down. So it was straight and then watch the hair gross come, come back up again. Really gross. Really gross. Really gross. having to turn less and less i just gotta get that whip effect and that thing just shows up later it's like another time zone fam thank you so much for being here remember if you want to join the greatest man cast in the realm head on over to swarmersx.com join the fam today why thank you lane appreciate it crazy a guy that yells at us on social media to go to the fucking gym is the biggest life coach today i hope you do mean the biggest <sighs> And today's not even a lifting day. Today's not even a lifting day. Like, I just, I'm so sore, but like, I feel like I want to make some fucking gains. I might swing a club a little bit and then eat a steak. So fam, if you haven't lifted yet, if you haven't trained, go train. We'll see you tomorrow for another amazing man cast. Uh, go make some gains. Go make some gains. Congratulations, Danny. Um, he says, see you all tomorrow. Hopefully, respect, man. Like, you got your work cut out for you. All right, fam, 2609 tomorrow. See you then. And remember, we have our roundtable on Thursday, but we'll talk about that more tomorrow. All right, peace, McGeese, deuce, McGoose. Yeah, boy, Papa Solio. Oh, 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 out. Crazy flow, need a straight jacket. Cash flow, I'm a bank addict. Six subs, had the bass smacking. 808, had the place clapping. Three girls is enough for me, so I pull out like the stock crashing, like an IPO trying to purchase me. This a private sector, so you can't have it. Faking all that boom babbing. Who you think you is, boy? 90s want they sound back, so I give rap all these fake rappers as I take matters in my own hands. I don't need rapping, I don't need Zams. I don't need help, I'm a grown man. Now they came left and they so mad, it's like. Then y'all found out.